This is episode 36 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hey, Pastor, welcome. Welcome to the Coaching for Pastors podcast. It's good to have you today. You know, you could be listening to a lot of podcasts, but you're listening to this one today. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to make it worth your while. Today is Thursday. It's a Thursday, and we talk about perspective and hope. And I'm wondering if you, like me, have to fight periodically, in fact, rather frequently, this this tunnel vision that we get when it comes to our church and our community. I, I am forever, it seems like, reminding myself and others that there's only one church in our community, only one. It's the church that made, that is made up of all of those who have trusted and believed in and follow Jesus Christ. That is the body of Christ, the church, and there's only one in our community. When Paul wrote his letters to Philippi and to the, and to the churches in the region of Galatia and in the church in Ephesus and, and all these other letters in Corinth and so on, Thessalonica, when Paul wrote these letters, he was writing to the believers in those areas, and he wasn't writing to a certain uh, 501c3 nonprofit. He wasn't writing to a, an incorporated group. He was writing to believers in Jesus Christ. And sometimes we get this tunnel vision, and I wonder if this is ever your perspective. We see things going on in our own church, and we think that our church is the church in the area, or it's the only church that we can really be involved in. And and I'm wondering in our culture, the way we do church, we set up these buildings around town, and we all choose which building we're going to be in, and then we forget about the people in the other buildings. And I think that when we're divided, we're weaker. When we're divided, we're not nearly as powerful and effective as we could be if we're united. Just imagine in your church, if your church was broken up into all these uh, classes or small groups or you know power groups, growth groups, life groups, transformation groups, whatever you want to call them, and that they all were comparing and competing with the others. Let me ask you, would that be a healthy local church? You know it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be at all. So when when the father is looking down on a community where his kids gather in these separate buildings, and it's almost like they wear their own jersey, and they have their, their hometown rivals, and they're comparing, and they're, they're competing as churches, that's, that's not a healthy situation. And that can't bring a lot of joy to the Heavenly Father. So do you have tunnel vision? Do you just see what's going on in your church? So I, w- I want to encourage you to connect with other spiritual leaders in your area. Connect with other pastors. Connect with other elders. Connect with other church leaders. Build relationships. Find out what's going on in other churches not so that you can one-up them or get insider information on the competition, but, my goodness, like because we actually care and love one another, we care about what's going on. You know, we're, we want to pray with a fellow pastor, maybe who's going through a, a leadership crisis or a family crisis within his, his or her church, and we just want to be there for them. So, so connect. When was the last time you called another pastor up in your community and said, hey, let's get lunch together. Let's just spend some time over lunch. 
talking and sharing and getting to know each other better. You know what? It's been a hot minute for me. It really has. But there's not a week that goes by that I don't think about it. And I infrequently do it, but I need to frequently do it. And so, as usual, you know, when we're preaching or when I'm doing this podcast, we we preach to ourselves as well. We are not exempt, right, from our own teaching. Uh, Here's another thing. What, What if you shared some resources with other churches in your community? What what do you have a lot of that you could actually share with other churches? Now, this can get sticky because if you want to share your building or if you want to share some uh, equipment or whatever, it could be that the other pastor might think, "Oh, they're just trying they're just trying to get connected to my people." And my people might see that their church is is bigger or their pastor is younger or they've got a better location, or I don't know what it is, so-and-so goes to that church, they might get drawn away to that church. There we go again with the competition and the comparison. That's always deadly. So yeah, if you're not used to doing that, if you're not used to sharing resources, you be the leader that starts. You be the leader that takes the first step. You be the leader that goes first. And fight the isolation mindset, this tunnel vision where you're isolated from other leaders in your community, from other pastors and church leaders. That's a bad place to be. That is not the John 17 model that Jesus prayed for us, that he was an example for us about. That's not what Jesus would want. So don't be isolated. Again, reach out. I'm really old, but there was an old telephone commercial Called the theme was reach out and touch someone, right? They just wanted you to pay high long distance bills is what they wanted. But sometimes we have to reach out and touch someone. We got to reach out to another pastor or church leader. And again, fight the competition uh, trap and fight the comparison trap. God does not want his kids comparing themselves with one another and measuring each, other's up, each other up like, like, hey, who got the best gifts from the Holy Spirit, Right? Who got the best parcel of land from God for their church building, right? All this comparison stuff, this is sin. This is from the enemy. These are lies. So your perspective, could it be that there's just one church in your community? And there's one great shepherd, and that's Jesus. And we are all under shepherds. And we should have relationship together. We should encourage each other. We should have a support network together. What if that were different in your community? What kind of a testimony and what kind of a witness could the church have? I want to challenge you. You, pastor, you, my friend, you go first. You go first. You be the leader. You make the phone call. You gather the pastors for lunch. You ask them to join together and pray together. And then you go first by being transparent by being authentic and genuine to say, hey, would you all pray for me because I'm struggling with this and it's good to be around brothers and sisters who love and care for each other. Man, I would love to see communities transformed because the churches unite. They break down the walls of division and the pastors go first. The shepherds lock arm in arm. They love one another and they love each other's people and they're serving the God of unity and the God of love, the, the three-in-one God, right? The triune God who invites us into fellowship with him. So, Pastor, other than that, I got nothing today. 
It's just a thought. So if you're listening today and you're serving in the local church, I love you. I love what you're doing. I love the fact that you've surrendered yourself to God. And I'll see you tomorrow for the Friday episode of the Coaching for Pastors podcast.